You are now listening to the Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Frigera, your Soul Powered Executive Coach. This podcast is designed to make soul power a normal topic of conversation. What makes us divine and how can it empower your life and business? For season three, we are diving deep into the stories of entrepreneurs and business owners who powered through the 2020 lockdown and emerged even stronger. So get ready to be inspired, get ready to be empowered, get ready to take action as we explore how to elevate your soul power and create success no matter what. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Soul Power to the People podcast. And with me right now is another amazing entrepreneur, business owner, who's going to talk about her journey through COVID-19, through 2020, what happened to her business and how she overcame and thrived beyond the 2020 lockdowns and restrictions. So we're going to talk about her incredible journey and uh, talk about why she agreed to be on this podcast, you know, returning the soul power to the people right? That is the theme, soul power to the people, up-leveling our soul-powered consciousness. And I can't wait to have you meet Nicole, Nicole Starbuck. Hi, welcome to the show, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here. Yes. Would you please introduce yourself uh, briefly uh, to our listeners? Yes. For anyone that doesn't know me again, my name's Nicole Starbuck. I'm a psychic empath, quantum energy healer, spiritual mentor, and life coach. And what I do is I show people how to tune into their intuition and use their spiritual gifts and abilities to create their dream life. That's amazing. How did you get to, to becoming an empath? Um, how did, what did you, I was an accountant before I did this work. What was your story? I'm curious to know. Oh, yeah. So my story goes way back. I can I can see evidence of me being psychic my whole life since I was born, but I wasn't aware of it until I was nine years old. I was coming out of school to get picked up. And just out of nowhere, I had this random thought, a bird's going to poop on me right now. And I kid you not, it did right then and there, it landed on my arm, it was totally gross and disgusting. And I just remember thinking, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I just predicted that. Yeah. And that really was the beginning of a lot of predictive dreams and premonitions. I would have visions and then these things would come true. And it started to get very overwhelming for me being that age and having all of these visions and things coming true. And then also I came from a fairly conservative religious household where these kinds of things weren't talked about or when they were, it was viewed as being something evil or wrong. And so I kept my gifts to myself for many, many years. So as I got older over the years, I ended up developing a lot of anxiety because I felt like I couldn't control what was happening to me. I felt like I couldn't control the outcomes that I was seeing. 
I also ended up with a lot of depression because I didn't feel like I had the freedom to express my authentic self. And then this led to a bunch of chronic illnesses. So by the time I got to be a um, college student, I thought I was doing everything right. Go to school, get good grades, get a good job. Everything will be fine. But it wasn't fine. And the first job that I had outside of college, I ended up having a massive panic attack. I ended up in the ER. And that was my first wake up call that something needed to shift. So I started a huge personal growth and development journey, started doing mindset work, affirmations, all sorts of um, coaching and mentorship. But as the years went on, and then I got to be in my later 20s, so 20 years after I first discovered my abilities, I realized I was still missing a really key component, which was the soul. And I became drawn to anything with the word soul. I joined a Facebook group called Visionary Soul that led to a retreat called Soul on Fire. I go to this retreat and one of the facilitators says to me, oh, you're psychic. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how did you know? That's my deep, dark secret. I don't tell anybody that. And I was freaking out. And she goes, no, actually, this is what you're supposed to be doing in the world. And it was really interesting, the timing, how everything worked out is right before I had gone to this retreat a few months prior to that, I got this overwhelming sense that something was going to happen in the beginning of 2020. And I told my husband, I thought we need to sell our house because by, by this point, it's 2019. I tell him we need to sell our house. We need to get all kinds like cash out our assets. We need to have like an emergency plan because something really terrible is going to happen in 2020. And he goes, I don't understand. Like, how do you know? And that this is before the psychic reawakening. How, so how long I, have you been married at this point? <laughs> so by then it had been um, seven years. So we've been married seven years. And um, in this in this psychic reawakening, then COVID hits in March of 2020. Meanwhile. I'm incubating and accelerating my personal growth and development mm -hmm. in this container of quarantine. It's also when it's interesting, I was supposed to go take a trip to India in March of 2020. The trip got canceled at the last minute because of, of the events. And that was the week that we ended up making our daughter. So if I had gone to the retreat in India, I wouldn't have my daughter, nor would I have all the beautiful I would have been stuck in India. So I wouldn't have had all the beautiful spiritual development that I got to do being in quarantine. So describe to me your business before. 20 yeah. So before 2020, so back way back to 2015, I actually was working from home long before it was a work from home thing. I was for many years having a trouble keeping a job because I was just so sensitive to energy. I found it hard to commute somewhere, be somewhere for eight hours a day and come back. It was actually pretty debilitating for me. And there was a time where I was unemployed because I just physically could not be at a regular job. And I answered a Craigslist ad that was work from home. And a lot of times you think those things are scams, but it was totally 100% legit. It was working from home as a virtual assistant. So that really started my, uh, my work as a online business manager and project manager. I've been working from home since 2015. And then as the years went on, it got to be about 2018. I started working for more and more. I was drawn to more spiritual coaches. Those were the types of clients that I would work for. And I realized, oh, I could do this too. 
So I got my life coaching certification, started my coaching practice. And it was very, I mean, for lack of a, a better term, it was very vanilla or very safe. It wasn't very esoteric or metaphysical at all. But I knew that that was something that I wanted to incorporate. I just didn't know how to bring more of that in. And then when I had my spiritual reawakening in 2019, going to this spiritual retreat, I knew that I needed to bring more of the intuitive and psychic elements into it. So I started getting trained in different healing modalities, guided meditation, hypnosis, Reiki, light language. And I started incorporating more and more of that into my business. And now because of what I've seen and all the people that I've helped, I've actually, I was looking back at my roster. I've helped over a thousand people since pre-targeting, reshifting my business in late 2019, early 2020. It was a huge inspiration for what I do now as a creator of the Oracle Academy and the Psychic School in empowering emerging empaths to develop their psychic skills and abilities so that they don't have to take 20 years to get to that point like I did. It took me 20 years to figure out, oh, hey, the reason why I'm anxious, depressed, and riddled with disease is because I'm not living my authentic self. That is so true, too. And I realized, too, in my own burnout and depression, it wasn't so much that I was working. I love working. But it's the suppression and repression. It's not expressing my full self. And I didn't know what that full self was because I thought I was going to die in a content. You know, talk about limiting your full potential to what your experience was at that moment, not knowing that there's so much more for us to explore and discover. And I love your journey into psychic ability. Tell me more about Oracle Academy. That kind of perked my ears a little bit. Yes, Oracle Academy is a play on words between Aura and Oracle, like the psychic Oracle. So it's A-U-R-A-C-L-E Academy. And this was something that was given to me actually in the middle of 2020, still very deep into the pandemic and all of the restrictions and everything that was happening then. But I just got this message that it wasn't the time yet. So this idea for creating a system and a framework for comprehensive psychic development dates back three years for me. And then I was just sitting on it. I had some different things happening in my life. I was pregnant with my firstborn. Then we moved here to Houston, Texas. Then I got pregnant with my secondborn. And then after I had had my second child, it got to be the beginning of 2023. And I sit down with like my board of directors, which is my spirit team. So I'm sitting down with my spirit team and I say, hey, how would you like me to show up and serve this year in 2023? And the words that came through were expansion, connection, and community. And they said, it's time to bring the psychic school into play. And I knew that the psychic school was just one aspect of a much bigger mission, vision, a movement. So what ended up coming through was the Oracle Academy that now houses the psychic school as well as other courses and programs. I love the psychic school. I, I myself took a psychic intuitive development early this year. I just got certified as a certified soul realignment coach. It was like, oh my God, it's just so good. It's so good. And, Beautiful. Oh my God. Anyway, so challenges during 2020, um, I, I 
I've I've heard the good news, the warning that you need to move, and and looks like you did move to Houston. We did. And then there's yeah. the birth of the children. What other challenges, uh, business wise, did you encounter? I think for me, as a coach and as a, as a person in general, I tend to have a very expansive, idealistic look of things. I I like to think of it as the silver lining and being very conscious and mindful of not spiritually bypassing because that's also a possibility in this field as well. But in those in those moments, so much of the world was crippled by fear. Mm-hmm. So it was consistently stepping up showing up, shining a light, standing in my power, even though, and especially because other people were so afraid. In that that crippling fear, there's a contraction that happens. It's like people close down, they shut off, they incubate, they're not spending as much money and something like coaching as powerful and impactful as it is. It's not a necessity. It's more of a premium product or a luxury. So I found it not so much that I was selling these big coaching practices packages, not at that time, at least much of much of the income that I was bringing in during that initial season, the, the year of 2020 was doing much smaller services to meet people where they were at. So doing psychic readings, doing single healing sessions, and that allowed me to create connections and to build a client base. Then later, as things Mm -hmm. with the pandemic sort of, not that they came to an end, but slowed down or decreased in intensity, people emerged from this sort of cocoon they had built for themselves and then said, ah, yes, now I'm ready for more. And so then by 2021, I found my business picking up quite a bit, whereas 2020 was like a year of discovery and building and learning. 2021 was really a year for expansion where what I was earning in my, my um, sorry, I should say 2022. So 2021 was also ex- expanding, but then by 2022... I was exceeding in my business what I was earning from my day job. And then I was able to step away from my day job. Awesome. Talk to me more about spiritual bypass and what's, can you share a personal experience or an experience with a client where, wow, you know, there, there really is divine flow, divine right timing. Yeah. I'll share a personal experience. So when was this in August and not that long ago, I was suddenly struck with an intense grief. It was very much along the same vibration of the depression that I had felt earlier on in my life. And then also, again, right before that spiritual reawakening I had in my later 20s, so right around 2018, 2019. And rather than examining it and exploring it, I distracted myself from it. Because I was like, oh, don't want to go there. I've been down that road. I'm going to totally ignore this. So I actually filled out my calendar. I know it's kind of embarrassing to admit as a as a coach and mentor, but I share no, it with no, not, total, not total, embarrassing trans, at all. total transparency <laughs> because I want to share like it happens to everyone and let someone else learn from this experience, uh, take the same course of action. So I was distracting myself. I was filling out my calendar. Normally on a typical day, I'll take me three calls. I was taking six, seven calls a day. 
five days a week, just completely ignoring my feelings. And a couple of weeks went by and it was becoming clear I couldn't just ignore what was going on. So my guys were like, you need to sit. It's so uncomfortable. And they said, yes, you need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So I took some time, carved out some time in my calendar and made an appointment with myself, sat down in meditation, just allowed my nervous system to relax, ground in. And I asked my guides, what would you like for me to learn or see or experience with this feeling? And it actually showed me my mom, who I didn't realize it at the time, but in that very moment that I was meditating, she was signing the papers to sell her house, which she had lived in for 19 years. It was the last house that I lived in before I went off to college. It was the longest time I had ever lived or she had ever lived in one place because when I was growing up, we moved around every other year. We were always moving. And so I realized that the grief that I was feeling wasn't actually mine. It was hers that I was taking on because as mother-daughter, we have this sort of telepathic connection. Most family systems have some sort of energetic attachment in that way. But if I had taken the time to sit with that when it first hit, I could have saved myself two, three weeks of overworking (laughs) (laughs) So would you say your psychic abilities sometimes work for you and also against you? And and what are your lessons around that? And I'm asking this because a lot of people turn away from their psychic ability or would not even, I said that to myself, "Hmm, there's nothing psychic about me. And uh, I was told I was wrong <laughs> throughout this development process that I'm on. Um, but it was like, I don't want to be woo-woo in my coaching and, and uh, look what it where it got me. But, uh, is it a gift or a curse or both? Uh, how, how are you dealing with your psychic abilities? I... It gets to be whatever you want it to be. It's a matter of perspective because it can be both. It can be both a blessing and a burden. It just depends on, again, the the perspective, your outlook, and then also how you handle it. Because sometimes as a psychic, as an empath, we can take on so much of other people's energy that it can be emotionally draining for us. Like in the midst of the pandemic, I had just gotten pregnant with my daughter, right as everything was happening, it was getting really intense. And I started just bawling, crying, like, how could I bring a child into this world at a time such as this? And I was feeling everyone's energy, the whole world's energy. And it's like, wait a minute. No, it's okay, because everything happens for a reason. And this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't the right time. So you, you catch yourself in both energies, Uh feeling the weight of all the things and seeing and experiencing everything all at once. And then also being like, no, wait, that's actually not me. That's not mm-hmm. actually how I feel. So you get to play in both of those. those yes. worlds. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. That's exactly it right there. You get to choose what world you want to live in, what energy you want to fit and, and radiate out there. So adaptation and resilience um you you were blessed with a baby and so kind of you didn't go to India how did you feel I know you said you would have missed out on your pregnancy and your your baby girl um any other stories you want to share about how you adapted to this oh my god the whole entire world 
brought to their knees. Mm. And and I know you were already in the digital world at that time. Any other shifts that brought you where you are at now? Love that. It strengthened my courage and conviction and being able to see the world for what it really is. Like as we were hopping onto this call, we were talking about systems and power structures and how they're specifically designed to make people feel like they're powerless. Mm -hmm. And so when we feel like we don't have power or agency, we then will put our trust in something outside of ourselves in the hopes of being cared for or protected. And so this is why we see people like blindly trusting government or blindly trusting the school system or blindly trusting even religions and churches. And so what COVID showed me is that while there are certain elements of it that are very real, a lot of it was fabricated on fear to make Mm -hmm. people feel afraid that they couldn't speak their truth. And it actually made me more bold, worse. So much of my life, I had been hiding my gifts and hiding myself and Mm -hmm. not speaking up and not showing up. But in this season, I got to start sharing more of what is, I guess, controversial psychic abilities is not the norm. That's one of the reasons why I am on a mission to normalize psychic intuition, but also speak out against these kinds of injustices like power systems and power struggles, because people need to know that they do have power and they can stand up and they can say and do something about these injustices that are happening in the world. Wow. Yes. And and that's exactly why this show is entitled Return, you know, Soul Power to the People is returning the soul power to the people because we were taught we were powerless or that we have to mm, uh, become good, <laughs> to become favorable to those who heaven or, you know, messages like that, that really distorts our inherent access uh, to, to the source that's already is alive in us. So it's amazing that that you're speaking my language and uh, normalizing the conversations around psychic intuition, development, normalizing uh, our our return to soul power. And I love your story too, if I may add, um, that someone told you that you were, that you're a psychic. And someone told me that too. I'm, I'm a healer. And I'm like, oh my God, no. But then when I look at the word healing, it's really about wholeness. It's not really a cure for sickness, but it's really integrating all parts of us that we did not know about because we were told to be this and that, and we really uh, shied away from anything. You know, we, like you said, you, you, you're you uncomfortable with your dark. Under the dark is our own very light. It's like exactly. you have to really go through the dark in order to discover your own light. And, and yet we run away from it because of the discomfort or the unfamiliarity of it, or because no one has taught us how no one has showed us the way. Well, one person did, or there's seven, seven, several masters actually have, but they've been hoopled around. So my question to you is, why did you agree to come on the show that is titled Soul Power to the People? I think still, I'm just drawn to anything with the word soul. Love <laughs> the word power. So soul power is like, oh, yes, let's bring the power back to the people. It's exactly that. And I mean, this is this is where we get into the more woo-woo side of things. So I trust the nudges. 
when spirit says go, I go. So when I look at, say, a group to find opportunities to do this, I literally just scroll and I'll stop at the one that draws my eye. Mm -hmm. and say, Yes, this is the one. Because somebody oh. here on this podcast needs to hear whatever we just shared. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Yeah. And um, I saw yesterday, I was in a restroom at a restaurant and where they said holistic. This is the the holistic answer to whatever problem they were advertising. Except it only said physical, mental, and emotional. Holy did not include spirituality. That's a huge component. And I really resonate with your story because that was what I suffered through too, was depression. And depression is lack of expression. And it's it's our expression is all about the spirit coming through to us. And if we deny that, we never ever feel complete. We never ever feel healed. We're always constantly chasing for something outside of us when really we have not uncovered everything that is the totality of us. So why your business? Why is your, uh, with all the ups and downs going on, um, you know, even with your own growth, with your own psyche, it, it's always about evolution. It's always always about expansion. We were, we are never there. But why do you believe your business not only survived, but thrived, that you're stronger and bolder? And why do you think that is? Mm. I've been thinking about this. Like, why Why would something like this work? Because it doesn't make logical sense. It's one of the questions that comes up is like, it doesn't make sense. Psychic intuition doesn't make sense. And if I've learned anything in, in the past few years on this journey, it's that it doesn't have to make logical sense to be true. And I think more and more people are waking up to that fact mm -hmm. that so many people in the past three years have been waking up because they realize that life as we know it isn't really what it seems. And they're ready for the truth. And they're ready for the truth within themselves, not what somebody else, mm -hmm. like the government or the school system or religion, is going to tell them it mm -hmm. is. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I have a tagline that says, because you can no longer deny your soul. Yeah. And and it's like, that was my yearning. and you know, the saying, what you're seeking is also seeking you. Yeah. It's so true. And I love hearing you because it gives me hope. Uh, my challenge during 2020 was I struggled with the relevance of my own message. So I was open heart, mind coaching, and then rebranded end of 2019, January 2020, into soul power, <laughs> soul powered leadership. And then someone tells me, you have no choice. And I call that person gates of hell. <laughs> you have no choice but to roll up your sleeves and, and, and submit to what the government is telling you. And I was like, oh, my God, can, can that be true? Can he really force me? And I went to another dark night of the soul because of that. But this time I wasn't running away. This time I was sitting with it and. And and that really is, you know, the if you the eye of the storm or the eye of the needle that you have to go through. Us coaches, we can only guide our clients to the truth, to their truth, not our truth, but to their truth. And at that moment, it's like kind of like you. I was incubating. I went to Nebraska. I incubated. I'm like, I'm not going to be forced to anything. Not you know, in Minneapolis. Um, 
So went to Nebraska, incubated, I isolated, but at the same time, growing and growing my strength from within me. And I would like the audience to really consider that, that what Nicole is saying, your your power is really inside of you in that psychic ability that's already in you. Talk to us more about the importance of psychic ability, Nicole. Yeah, so psychic is an umbrella term for anyone that experiences energy. And every single person on this planet that's still alive and breathing is experiencing energy because air is a form of energy. So every single person is psychic. It's just that over time and through social conditioning, we've lost touch with this because there's all this external noise that creates chaos and confusion. So our parents and what they believe and our spouse and partner and our kids and the TV and the news and the media and the social media and religion, politics, school system. And so if we think about our psychic abilities or feel free to use another word like intuition, we think about our intuition as a sort of radio channel We're tuning into the frequency of the universe, to our higher self, to our greatest good, like as if we were this radio, right? But if there's all these other energies and entities speaking into our lives, it's going to be really, really, really hard to hear Mm -hmm. ourselves, to hear our soul, because it Mm. would be the equivalent of turning on your computer full blast and the TV full blast and your phone full blast and the garbage disposal and the blender and the washer and the dryer and all this noise, you're not going to hear anything. It's going to create system overload. That's why so many of us are anxious, overwhelmed, stressed out. So I would encourage people to really take a look at what's in alignment. Who are you at a soul level? Why are you here? Put all those other energies and entities through that filter that actually adding value to your mission, to your vision, to your purpose. And if not, it's time to disconnect as much as you're able. I'm not saying go disown all your family or anything like that, but really look at is what you're doing actually moving you forward in the direction of your dreams? Is it actually bringing you closer to God, source, universe, the divine, whatever you call that higher power, or is it taking away from your inner peace? Mm, Yeah, that's a good question to ask there. Is it taking away from your inner peace? What's for me um, I there were a couple of times I unplugged and moved away. So in 2015 to 2017, for two years I traveled, you know, and uh, and then I left in 2020, right after the election to Nebraska. Not a lot of people have that luxury to just unplug, and you know, not a lot of people uh, are um, digital nomads. <laughs> I have that or built to that. What are what's your advice to get started to to just even explore, you know, yeah, to lead them to the development of their psychic ability? What's the first step you think? If we can't physically remove ourselves, because I fully acknowledge not everyone has that ability or capability, depending on their unique circumstances and life situation. A really beautiful practice for opening up this channel involves grounding in. So what I like to do is, and this is also what I teach my students, is close my eyes, take a deep breath. And when you're breathing in, you're breathing in all the peace, calm, tranquility. 
breathing out any stress, anxiety, overwhelm. And imagine that you have roots going down into the deep earth, soaking up all that earth energy, providing safety and security, filling you up. And as it's filling you up, you have these branches going out into the sky, connecting in to the divine source energy, allowing all that guidance and wisdom to flow through you, clearing out any other residual energies that don't need to be there. And as you're tuning into your field, either within your physical body or the aura around you, just bringing your awareness to any energies or entities that either aren't yours or don't need to be there. So do you feel your parents speaking into your lives, your spouse or partner, your kids, TV, news, media? social media, etc. Wherever you feel anything coming in or at you, perhaps you get a word or an image or a sensation in your body. Just taking a moment to remove that. I like to take my hands and just pull the plugs, removing them from my field and just keep shedding, releasing and letting go until it feels like the air and the energy around you is clear. And then taking a moment to reinforce this energetic force field, this energetic boundary, being fully connected to the earth below and the sky above. It creates a sort of light or a fire within you, allowing that to radiate out from your body, creating a bubble of protection all the way around you over your head, on either side, and also below your feet, keeping all this beautiful positive energy in and any other energy that's not yours or is not serving you outside of that protective bubble. Taking another nice deep breath to anchor it in. And whenever we're ready, we can open. Mm, That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Nicole. Wow. Yeah, that really is the start. You know, when I started meditating, Uh, It was called Centering Prayer in the Christian community that I first uh, encountered. So for people who think meditation is a work of the devil or whatever, that's what I was told. I actually learned meditation in a Christian church. They just call it Centering Prayer. Okay, I just had to say that. <laughs> I, I, just, that. I just need to say prayer and meditation are two sides <laughs> of the conversation of the conversation. Prayer is the voicing that the asking and the meditation yeah. is the receiving or the listening. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh my God. So anyway, the the guided meditation says, be still. Um, I will be quiet for 20 minutes and then I will ring the bell after 20 minutes and then I was just left alone with my own thoughts and I was like get me out of here give it and then it was all going on in my head I was like I was ready to bolt out but thank god I started breathing again but it was like a moment of panic yeah but if you know you guided us you were there the whole time during this uh you know mini meditation that you guided us through uh Nicole that was beautiful thank you for doing that you're welcome. Thank you. Now, as a psychic, I don't want any prediction, but you can share if. <laughs> but what is your outlook for the future? Um, what do you see for your business going forward? Where do you see your business in the coming years? Uh, where do you see the world, you know, um, going into? Because it, it's really uh, during 2020, uh, it really took me a long time to uplift my own vision for the world because like you said the whole entire world was crippled 
in fear and who was there to listen to you know i was i was told i was crazy um talking about you know or it's not practical solution soul power is so what's your future outlook what what more can you share with us i know my my personal practice in my business is constantly evolving shedding all sorts of paradigms and just getting closer and closer to our innate nature free of these social constructs. And my vision is over the next coming years, more and more people are going to wake up and break free from what I call the matrix. If you've ever seen the movie, The Matrix, I think that's very a very accurate depiction of what's going on. And there's going to be this tipping point where more people will see the world for what it really is than don't. Right now, I would say it's maybe 2% of the population that thinks and feels and acts like you and I do that Mm. see that truth and are sharing and speaking out about it. Mm -hmm. More of that's going to shift to where we will actually be the majority and the sheeple, people that follow things blindly without questioning what they're being told will be the minority. I feel within my this generation, my lifetime. It's yeah. I'm 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 so glad to hear that you're hopeful more people are waking up, that, that you're seeing more and more people waking up. There was a time it was really hard to see that, but I agree with you a hundred percent. Um yeah. And so for those uh who would like to check out more information about you, about the Oracle Academy, about everything that you shared, how they can start opening up to their psychic channel. Uh, how can they connect with you? Yes. Where can they find you? Thank you so much. So a great place to start would be the Oracle Academy website. Again, that's A-U-R-A-C-L-E academy.com. That'll also lead you to a little quick quiz that we have to discover your spiritual superpowers. You can find out your primary intuitive type, how you best connect with source. And when you get your result, I'll also share with you some practical ways that you can deepen that connection to really enhance your intuition. And then we also have the information for psychic school and our other programs on the website as well. And then if you want to connect on social media, I'm on Instagram as Nicole.Starbuck. That's N-I-C-O-L-E, little dot in the middle, followed by my last name, Starbuck, like the coffee, but without the S at the end. And then (laughs) we also have a free Facebook group online called The Conscious Collective. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Nicole, for your time today and really supporting my message in returning the soul power to the people. Such an empowering conversation to return to our nature, to return to our psychic abilities, because without that, we really are feeling powerless and helpless in this world and not only that we feel incomplete we feel like a fraud how can you feel in integrity when a part a huge part of you is missing and a huge part of our makeup is our psychic ability it's our you know intuition it's our spirit um so hope you enjoyed this conversation with nicole um yeah do yourself a favor and supercharge your psychic skills i know i did that uh, this year early this year and uh 
you can truly unlock your power within when you have that psychic ability and not just psychic ability. Okay. Um, it's our mental, it's our mindset. It's clearing all the emotional gunk, right? It's really being in the physical and not in the la la land. Also, we have to ground in into the physical, our spirit, our soul power. And that's what this conversation is all about. Returning the soul power to the people. Thank you so much, Nicole, and God bless you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Soul Power to the People podcast with Tess Vergara. We can no longer be the spectators of our own destruction. Take back your mind, take back your voice, take back your soul, take back your power. Join me again next time for the next episode of Soul Power to the People.